0: girl he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal uncut and uncensored putting all his business in the street the podcast bless his heart the name ken williams may 15th this day is part of the countdown tensions are high kids are tired adults are worn thin I'm in a state of perpetual tired and the day creeps by like a snail. The leadership lesson I drew from today was cut your losses and keep your eye on the big picture. Outcomes. With so many people leaving Swint, several of them are riding my last fucking nerve. Some are just pains in the ass. Others are trying to create obstacles and challenges to sabotage my efforts. The bottom line for me is that many will be out of my life in nine days so for me it's all about outcomes getting through the end of the year right back do you wake up dreading the thought that your teachers have no idea how to ensure equity for every student do you stress out at the thought that for years now you've been engaged in plc light and not plc right do you find yourself frustrated that some of your teachers don't believe all students can learn at high levels And do you secretly find yourself deeply frustrated and worn down by the excuses offered as to why kids aren't learning? Are you somewhat unsure of what it takes to embed equity on every campus and on every team with every teacher in every classroom? And do issues like equity, racism, and social justice feel like a powder keg set to explode and completely fracture your campus? If so, then you need my new book, Ruthless Equity, Disrupt the Status Quo and Ensure Learning for All Students. And just, I want you to imagine yourself working with supercharged confidence because you have clarity about how to ensure equity for every student. Confidence about leveraging equitable practices that will make student achievement more measurable and predictable. And never again wonder if you make a difference because you now understand you are the difference. If you're looking for a path to equity for every student that matters, and in my mind, The only path that matters is the one that moves the needle for student achievement. Then you need Ruthless Equity. And not only do you need Ruthless Equity, but you want to check out my newest product, the Ruthless Equity Accelerator. Nine videos, plug and play, where I facilitate a book study with your entire staff or with individual teams through the most important aspects of every chapter. There's no prep, there's no pre-work, no preparation at all. And so you as a leader, teacher leader or school leader, get to hit play, pause, and engage with your staff learning together. Nine videos preloaded, all the materials right there, so that everyone on your staff hears the same language delivered by the same person no more train the trainer where you're wondering if it's being re-delivered with fidelity because i'm doing the delivering baby i'm doing the delivering so you should combine both the purchase of ruthless equity and the ruthless equity accelerator again nine listen when i was a principal if somebody offered me nine videos that were not only quality, but represented nine potential already planned Chia Pet. Just pour water on it. Just set it and forget it like Ronco sessions, nine sessions. I'd kiss that man on the mouth and I'm happily married, baby. I'm happily married. If you want to find out more information, go to ruthlessequity.com. That's ruthlessequity.com. Now back to the podcast. All right, let's get into it, baby. You know what? I'm glad I kept that entry short and sweet and didn't get into too many details about certain staff members. Even though I know a few off the top of my head, I also know that was a time where a lot of stuff was pop. And there were several folks uh, I know I've forgotten and I, I just need to keep forgetting who they are. This is an entry that has... Turned into like a life lesson for me. Um, Outcomes, outcomes, outcomes. Like what's the outcome? And at the time it was really stressful and I'm a problem solver and I like to fix shit. And, And so the temptation was to try to react and respond to everything. But I also know I was at my wits end and everyone else was as well. And what I'm proud of is my nine-day sprints at the end of the year was about outcomes. It wasn't about hanging on and simply surviving. It wasn't about tolerating inappropriate behavior or looking past things that need to be dealt with. The nine days represented a filtering system for me. You know, it really helped me ask the why. It really kept me focused on Outcomes. And for people who are going to be gone in nine days, short of breaking the law, you are going to get on my nerves with your attitude. um, As long as things didn't interfere with you getting your work done, being outcomes focused has really helped me during that time and over the years with really making my desired state, that future state, whatever it is, that desired state, that, that desired location, the most important thing. And it has helped me put my ego aside in some ways. Like, you know, growing up, yeah, I think back to my like, like teenage years and just after college, you know, my wife would tell you, my sisters would tell you, like I was on my way to law school because I, I thought, you know, being an attorney was about arguing people and, you know, breaking people down and You know, I'm I'm quick on my feet and all that shit. And, you know, I know a 50 cent word or two. And I know there was a time in my life where it was about making you say uncle. Right. If we're arguing about something, or we're having a debate, like my goal was to get you to say I'm wrong and you're right. And at this point in my life, as a relatively young school leader, I learned that it was about outcomes like I'm, I'm not into, I'm not I'm not recommending you lie to people I'm not recommending any of those things but being outcomes focused helped me pick my battles so I'm going to give you an example and I know I've used this one before you know th- there have been times in my career where I've had to confront you know some behaviors you know and you get the person behind closed doors and you get them the benefit of a private conversation and sometimes those conversations you know they go left and Sometimes the teacher gets emotional or whatever it is, or they get pissed off, whatever it is. This focus on outcomes, all I care about is when you walk out, if I've made clear what the expectations are that you follow through on them. That's all I care about. You know, this outcomes focus probably started with an incident like that where I couldn't worry about what the gossip columns were saying about what was happening behind the closed doors. I knew what happened. Right? I knew me and Shonda had that come to Jesus, baby. I know I made clear what the expectations are. I know I had her tell me back what those expectations are, those next steps. And here's the support I'm going to provide for you to make that shit happen. And see, so all I cared about after that was when I follow up on this and follow through, is it happening? And I had to learn to put my ego aside because there were times where when someone has left my office, I know what went on right? I, it's a it's a supervisory thing, right? It's, I know it went on, but sometimes I'd hear in the wind that, yeah, she broke him down, and yeah, and she gave him a piece of her mind, and, and he said, and I'm not going to lie, that shit bothered me. I mean, it bothered me. Like, I wanted to go in there like, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. I want to, like, summon the 12-year-old in me with my cousins in Brooklyn. Nuh-uh, Dwayne. That's not what happened. (laughs) Here's what happened. I broke your ass down, but I didn't do it. Because what what is that going to serve? My ego. It'll make me look petty. It would make me look uh, like I was, like I didn't have, like, an epidermis, like no skin. Like, I was just raw flesh super sensitive to any words and any touch. And I didn't want to portray that. So you know what I found solace in? I almost became entertained by what some people said happened. All I cared about was, are you attending those meetings? Are you bringing your data to the meeting, right? Are you, whatever the follow through was, whatever the expectations and the follow through was, I began to use these moments as almost entertainment you can talk all the shit you want as long as you follow through on those steps with that support and meet these timelines that's all i care about and after a while i just embraced it as part of the burden of leadership and this time of year ooh, folks are riding my last what nerve and there are a lot of folks geared up to leave the school um was a huge transition. And so there are times where I acquiesced to things. Um, if I had to do a little schmoozing to get folks to, to, to move forward, I didn't care about that. All I cared about was were you following through on the work. That's all I cared about. That's all I've come to care about. That's all I care about now. When I'm doing on-site PD at your school, all I think about is where's the outcome? And that's why you have to have an outcome. Don't meet just to meet right? Don't go, go into the year just in survival mode. I'm always thinking about the results I want in the end. Always, always, always. And what decisions serve that? What decisions serve those results? And so sometimes I'm not gonna lie. I told folks what they wanted to hear to move them along and get them to do the right work. I didn't care. I didn't need you to say I was right. I didn't need you to say uncle. I didn't, I definitely didn't want you to fear me. And if you want to go out and, you know, talk shit about what you say happened in that meeting, it's all good as long as you do the work. And I'm going to let these folks who are nine days, nine days from almost, (laughs) listen, it's like 31 people left uh, from all stakeholder groups, nine days before this building gets completely turned on its head. I'm not gonna let a handful of these bitter bastards take me off my square. I'm just not gonna do it. I just won't do it. And so this is the biggest leadership lesson, and I know we've I've covered this before, is being outcomes focused. Being outcomes focused. You know, I don't coach formally, but every year I get older and I think I become more of an OG and just people reach out whether it's for about the consultancy or leadership or equity or whatever it is and I try to I try to get them to be outcomes focused what's your outcome what do you want at the end what's the desired state and so that's what I want you to take with you and listen this entry highlighted what happened at the end of a school year but these stressful times come up you know hell I'm recording this right before Thanksgiving and so this is another time where folks are just crawling to the break and then they'll crawl to the Christmas holidays and then you know they'll crawl to winter break and for some they'll crawl to spring break so there are always these times whether it's you know testing or something or, uh, something else that it may be unique to your campus but you'll have those times where things get crazy and that's when it's best to kind of pull back pull back think about your ultimate outcomes. And then you address the things that serve it and address the things that impede it and always remember to start with the crown. the next episode of the unfold the soul bless his heart leadership podcast we're going to talk about some of the challenges when you're working in the school system that simply isn't the shit you've been listening to the unfold the soul bless his heart podcast with ken williams for more information about ken visit unfoldthesoul.com